Jackson, Jackson and Mark are doing a show that is called Who Cares? It's called Who Cares because nobody really cares what's going on. Oh, it's over. <laughs> I guess that was a little shorter than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Even though the time's right there. Hi, what's up? It's Who Cares? I'm Jackson. Do you know how hard it was for me not to start singing Tenacious D's Classico over that? Because yes. that would have been amazing. It would have been... Oh, my God. That I guess it would have been all right. So what's going on? No, I love Tenacious D. Where's my little list? I don't know. Oh, I have it over here. Oh. I have it over here. Just reach across the table. Here we go. Just reach reach across the table. I'm going to just get this stuff. Hold on. Here we, okay, magic here we radio. Go. Noises. <laughs> this, is, this is shuffling papers, so it sounds interesting. This sound effects. Sound effects make it feel like you're right in the room with us. <laughs> Real-time sound effects. It's awesome. Well, I don't know. What do you want to talk about first? You want to talk about uh, health choices yeah, that have so happened I'm, recently? I'm Let's quit, talk about. Yeah. I'm gonna try to quit smoking. So Again. I'm on Shantrex or Shantex, whatever you call it. There, Shantrex, Shantrex Tagajis. Have you seen the commercial? Ch- isn't for it like Chantix? It's Chantix. Chantix. Yes. Stop trying to pronounce it all French. It's Shantrex. It's Chantix. 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 It might cause anal leaking. Actually, here we go. This is. I have the uh, effects. The side effects right here. Whoop. That it might cause farting while playing classical music. Chantex reduced my urge to smoke. Some people had changes in behavior, thinking or mood, hostility, agitation, depressed mood, and suicidal thoughts or actions while taking or after stopping Chantix. Some had seizures while taking Chantix. If you have any of these, stop Chantix and call your doctor right away. Tell your doctor about any history of mental health problems, which could get worse, or of seizures. Don't take Chantix if you've had a serious allergic or skin reaction to it. If you have these, stop Chantix and call your doctor right away, as some can be life-threatening. Tell your doctor if you have heart or blood vessel problems or develop new or worse symptoms. Get medical help right away if you have symptoms of a heart attack or stroke. Decrease alcohol use while taking Chantix. Use caution when driving or operating machinery. Most common side effect is nausea. I think so, at this point I would just take the lung cancer. So yeah, I saw that commercial. Alright, that, that bit of audio right there is in 39 seconds. The commercial is a minute and one second. <laughs> so it's 39 seconds of shit that can go wrong when you take this. Yeah, I love the particularly, they're like, if you start to have an allergic reaction to this, you should stop taking it. Like, yeah. what idiot is going to keep taking it? Thanks, like, asshole. <laughs> my throat's close up, but I need to take my Chantex. If you or somebody you know died while taking this medicine, <laughs> medication, then uh, you have a problem. <laughs> if you or somebody you died, no, died while on Chantex, you could be part of a uh, class action lawsuit. That's actually, that would be kind of cool. It probably is. Just stay up and watch like daytime television. You know, actually, you know what's interesting in a way that probably isn't interesting at all, but our friend Matt. So Jackson is always trying to to quit smoking because he's a bad man and he can't seem to kick the habit. Um, And anybody else who smokes, you're a bad person. But uh, our friend Matt. Whoops. Our friend Matt has an uh, has an addiction to soda, and he tries to quit drinking soda more than you try to fucking stop quitting smoking. And I was just talking to him the other day, and he said to me, he's like, yeah, I've decided to quit quit soda again, but this time I'm not quitting cold turkey. I'm only drinking soda when I'm out with friends. Oh, my. It, so it, I said, like so beer. you're drinking soda socially. Like, that's that's not a thing. I guess no, it is yeah, a thing. He's but, a social drinker. Yeah, he's Hold a social drinker. <laughs> That's, yeah, that's a weird thing. I personally, I've been dealing with some, uh, you know, medical issues or whatever. I, I've been having trouble with uh, energy. Trying to, medical trying to issues. Get, shut up. I'm talking about my problems and my feelings. Uh, but yeah, I've having, I've been having some problems with, uh, with, with energy levels and lethargy and just being able to be it's productive during lethargy. the day. Shut up. <laughs> um, so I finally went to a doctor because I haven't had health insurance for like six years. And uh, I finally went to the doctor and I'm going in fingers crossed that I have like diabetes or something. Something that I can just take a shot and will just get me kind of back to working order and then I can deal with the 
bigger ramifications later. And it turns out that uh, they did a blood test and everything. Everything comes back fine. Even my fucking cholesterol level is like really yeah. good. And looking at me, you'd think I'd like just like oozing fucking cholesterol out of my fucking veins. But no, my cholesterol is great. Everything's great. So that just means that my fucking energy level is just down to me being a fat bastard who needs to lose weight, and that's not doing me any favors right now. Well, but it's it's the I that was first of all your first instinct going in, and that was what you thought it was going to be. But that's what I didn't want it to be because yes, I understand. You like sound weight like is a an fat, issue. Lazy American right now. <laughs> I will. The, the thing is, and you I, don't work out, and you're a little <laughs> bit overweight, and you act like you have it's some fucking mystery of the universe why you have no energy. But that's the problem. Is like I don't mind working out, and I do work. I've, I've you know I've been trying to get into a, a regimen, and now I have to put more effort into it. Shut up! I have to get more into it. But the problem is, it's just like you know the the energy level makes it harder for me to get work done and have to, and find the time and energy to work out. So it's sort of this vicious, vicious cycle that's going to take a really long time to rectify itself. And eh, not really. All you got to do <clears> is start working a little bit. Well, the problem is is right now I'm fucking balls deep in a in a in a big book project that we just did a Kickstarter for. I've got to be I I've written and I'm illustrating and coloring and lettering this comic book that I came up with. Uh, and I have to have it done in like 2 weeks and I'm not even halfway through it. And I have and that's just drawing the pages. I haven't even started coloring yet. So like my publisher is going to have my head bleeding on the floor like Kathy Griffin did with Donald Trump. If I follow you around all day like this, would you uh, have more motivation to lose I weight? I got a job following fat people around with a tuba. <laughs> Stop it! Cut it out! Cut it out! I have a glandular problem! Leave me alone! Oh, you made me fall down. It kind of sounds like, uh, that sounds like you. Yeah. It's... I have a glandular... No, you don't have... I have a getting up and working out problem. I, I know it's not glandular. My problem is, you know what really pisses me off? Again, Matt. Back to Matt. He he crashed at my house three days this week. He fucking wakes up. I can't believe I'm that heavy. <laughs> he wakes up Thursday morning. Now I don't have like the best diet, but most of the time I, you know, I, I cook for myself, which they say is like the healthy thing to do. Um, I, uh, you know, I try to eat a lot of vegetables and stuff. So like, you know, because you're supposed to eat vegetables, so you don't have room for anything else. So I try to do that. Come on, feed me now. <laughs> <laughs> so Matt though, Matt's in great fucking shape. All right? He He wakes up Thursday morning. You know what he has for breakfast? What's that? An entire package, like a 12 pack of peeps left over from Easter. That was his breakfast. His Easter? lunch? Yeah. His lunch was a whole pint of chocolate ice cream. He just I came home and all the sweets in my house were gone. <laughs> he, he literally like a child. Yeah, he literally eats like a child with money, and the, you know, so it's like fuck him because he's in great shape. He doesn't have to do shit. He can eat like a moron, and he lives like an idiot. And meanwhile, who <laughs> 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 is this? <laughs> no, what is this? No love voice. No, it's one of your favorite voices. Is it Vincent Price? Yes, it is. I thought so. Very good. Ding, ding, ding. I wouldn't expect Vincent Price to be in a low-class joint like this. <clears throat> but yeah, I guess that's the end of my rant about being fat bastard. So what? You just have to figure out what kind of plan. Oh God, I I sound like Oprah right now. You're gonna figure <laughs> out what kind of plan works for you, girl. You, you just have to figure out it. what plan works for you and make it work for you. So uh, last night, cars for everyone. 
last right. night. Uh, yeah. Oh, you know what? Before we do this, let's talk about the fact that you want me to listen to your shitty other podcast that has bad audio. <laughs> well, no. So, uh, so Mark sent me an audio uh, of his last podcast. He does another podcast hey, called- it's my show. Let me talk about Fine. it. I do another podcast, which I mentioned before on the show, called the Making Artwork Podcast. It's a much more intellectual endeavor than what me and this idiot do here, uh, where I talk with creative professionals about- It means that they scratch their belly and pat their head at the same time. Yes, <laughs> but we also discuss you know, career, careers in, in, in creative careers. fields. Uh, you know, Jackson was an inter- interviewed on, and actually, if you go to the Who Cares SoundCloud, uh, you can find that interview with Jackson and hear about how boring his life really is. Hey, oh, and, and Katie, <clears throat> by the way, told me that she listened to the- uh, Finally, she, she listened to the Who Cares, um, the first one, the first podcast that we did. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Our first podcast together of this show, she listened to. She today. listened to the first episode of yes. Who Cares. That's... Why did it take me so long to say that? I don't know. And you're the radio professional. I'm the idiot that draws pictures. Yeah, so go ahead. Keep, keep... Well, what did she think of it? What? Uh, she liked it. So, Good. But your story, so you were talking, you were saying <clears> that... Uh, yeah, so anyway, um, I have a little studio set up in my house, and when I do these things, I do them like over Skype or whatever, and... Uh, I usually don't have too many issues with with the engineering half of it, but uh, you know, let's just say that the one thing Jackson's pretty good at is getting sound levels right. And uh, when I was recording, luckily the tracks for the guest and I are separate, so that uh, you know, when one gets fucked up, the other one's fine. Because my voice track ended up coming out sounding something like this. Like you were in the bathroom. My voice, I hear. <laughs> it's funny because I can hear your voice. So I have to absolutely pin this. Uh, this pot here to the top for you even to get a little bit of audio. I know. And you can hear like a buzzing in the background too. It, it was... sounds like you're in the bathroom. <laughs> there sounds like there's going to be a rape of a child happening yeah. in the next 15 seconds. No, it seconds. totally does sound uh, like um, yeah, last so, known uh, audio. Okay, we can turn uh, this off now. Now I'm just be, I'm uh, transfixed okay. by it. Wow. That is what happens when you try to do stuff without this guy. Anybody who's listening. Shame, 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 shame but hair plugs for my other show, if uh, it should be coming out this, uh, well, I don't know, it should, by the time this is out, it'll be out. So get it, uh, you know, head on over to the Making Artwork podcast on SoundCloud. You can find it on iTunes. You can find it on Google Play Music. Um, the, 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 the episode that I'm referring to here, uh, and I don't know how many episodes I'll have up by the time this goes up, but uh, it's very interesting with a friend of mine from school who works at Bento Box, the studio that does Bob's Burgers. Um, and he works on the show uh, Ch- Legends of Chamberlain Heights on Comedy Central. I so guess. I saw uh, I saw Mark Norman last night, and he was very funny. And I was talking to him after the show because he recognized me from coming on the radio show this morning. And um, so my uh, he walks away, and my buddy Danny, and, and I'm telling him how much of a fan I am, and blah blah blah. And um, and my buddy Danny says to me, "Dude, that guy was a dick to you. He was being <laughs> inge- ingen- uh, disingenuous and not not you know." Not and genuine. Jackson, the naive little kitten that he is, just had no idea. I had no idea. I'm not going to pick up these things. And Danny's really good at these picking up these things, so I trust him with it. It, it. Normally, I'd be like, no, you're stupid, you're wrong. But I actually do trust him with these kind of things, so I'm curious. But but see, I know Mark Norman's comedy, and he's very, he has high, very high anxiety. He's a loner. He doesn't like talking to people. And that's a lot like me. Like when I'm out of, but and, that's that's his. Is that like his stand-up persona, or no, is that what he's actually persona. like? I mean, that's definitely his personality. That definitely bleeds over into his stand-up. But that's I. But I know how it is because, like, I you know I work on the radio, and some people like to meet me, and I love that, and I would be upset if they didn't. However, it's still an uncomfortable situation for me at the time because it's just like it, it, you know people compliment you and they tell you they like you and. It's a little bit uncomfortable, and so that's what I was doing to Mark Norman, like an asshole. And uh, but then Danny said he, you know, he was just like, you know, uh, being disingenuous. But 
I kind of understand it. I kind of I kind of give him pass. Do you? Oh, Mike Moore Norman, I love you so much. You're the greatest ever. Can I take you into the back room? N- no. Please, Mike Dude, Norman. Dude, yeah, this guy, he gets women. Like, he had a, a gaggle of women surrounding yeah, him. But you look like a woman, so. Yeah, but they, it, not, and the other women were prettier. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jackson, don't be so hard on yourself. You could be beautiful with extensive plastic surgery. Something. <laughs> Speaking of which, so Kathy Griffin, huh? Yeah. So, you know, in case you're living under a rock, uh, it's sort of similar to what happened with Stephen Colbert. Kathy Griffin did a photo shoot where she's holding up a, a bleeding head of... What did Stephen uh, Colbert do? No, when Stephen Colbert said that uh, Donald, that Donald Trump's mouth is only good as a cock holster oh, for that's not Vladimir Putin. the same thing at all. No, but it's the, kind of the same backlash, because it's, it's the fucking conservatives who run around always calling liberals delicate snowflakes because, like, you know, they... they they America like has the finest douchebags in the world. Exactly. And, you know, but in, in reality, the conservatives, they, they, they have just as delicate skin as some of the people on the liberal side. I think it's just people in general don't like to get, like, riled up about stuff when it suits their needs. But Kathy Griffin comes out with this photo um, with, with, a ble- with a bloody head of Donald Trump. And, you know, Trump takes to Twitter trying to claim that his, uh, you know, his 11-year-old son, Sart, ended up upset him. First off, Donald Trump probably doesn't barely remember. Somebody had to remind him that he had an 11-year-old son. Well, that, uh, that I can understand. <laughs> that, that would make him mad. But, did, uh, you know. I Second mean, off, you know, and not to make fun of the kid, but, like, that fucking Trump family is so horrible. It's probably like Game of Thrones right now with Melania, like, you know, like, you know, gripping his shoulder saying, like, soon, Baron, soon you will be in charge of the empire. Empire. You literally took this into an ugly place, man. <laughs> well, you know what I'll tell you. Shut up about his fucking family. And no, let's I'm, talk right, about no, the goddamn I'm gonna issue let, at no, hand. No, I'm going to go back to the issue at hand. No, I'm going to go cares? back to the Stop issue. No, I'm going ranting. back to the issue at hand. <laughs> well, who cares? I'm Everybody going, knows you hate Donald Trump. Everybody no, but hates him. I'm going back to the issue at hand now. I'm bringing you back sound to... like Kathy Griffin and Sarah Silverman on Twitter <laughs> right now. Jesus <laughs> no, Christ! I'm... When the fucking comedians decide that people actually give a shit what they say about stuff that's not funny? Because that's what comedians do. Comedians are supposed to take political issues and put a spotlight. On no, them no, in not. different ways, and maybe she shouldn't Sarah have Stone done what she go did. Fuck herself. She is the uh, most unfunniest person on Twitter now, and it's really disappointing because she's fucking funny. But let me let me let me just point Sorry. out one thing. <laughs> let me just point out one thing. So Kathy Griffin does this thing. All right. Now look at Guar. Guar has fucking done like. Oh God, for, that's a fucking great example. How that many is an fucking presidents point. has Guar murdered in effigy? And I don't even know how long they've been they've been active. But oh my god, they that is a even great did point. they even did follow up the Kathy Griffin photo release with a picture of one of the guys holding up one of their bloody Donald Trump heads wow. and saying Kathy Griffin stole their thing. Nobody gives a fuck because they're a bunch of dudes dressed like monsters, screaming music into microphones and being bloody and crazy. And wow. it's awesome. But the yeah, only reason people fucking attack Kathy Griffin is because that's not the kind of shit that she usually does. And I might even go so far to say, and, you know, this may be going too far, but I might even go so far to say it's because, you know, she's a woman, she's a comedian, and she's an easy target yeah. online. Mm-hmm. You know, Guar's not an easy target because you know they don't give a fuck what you say about yeah. them. 
It's they a good don't. Point. They don't care if you say they suck, and they don't care if you say they rock. I mean, I'm sure personally, it makes them gives them little butterflies when you, when they think about how much their fans love them. But yes, publicly, does. they just tell you to go fuck <laughs> but yourself, they might be no matter what you say. They might be uncomfortable when you tell them that in front of them, and their th- friend might think they're being dicks. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think if Guar's being a dick, you even you would know. I actually I saw Guar at the House of Blues, and they had a, a literally a wrestling a to the death wrestling match between Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama. Yeah, exactly. I forgot not even, all about that. and Mitt Romney. <laughs> not even to mention. All of the fucking people running around talking about wanting to, like, murder Obama during the eight years that he was in office. The I mean, racial that, insults, yeah. the, the, the the threats of violence and death towards the president. Good. There was tons of them. When somebody, but it, it's still, like, I, I defend Kathy Griffin in this, in the... In the sense that I don't think she should have gotten fired, or maybe she should have gotten fired. Who well, she, fired from what? Doing the fucking CNN I one mean, night CNN, a year? Like I can see if she got you know if she got fired from Funny or Die or fucking or you know if she was suppose you know if she was in a Guar cover band and she got fired for doing that kind of shit, then I can understand uh, her her getting angry. But you know CNN's a political thing that they they talk about Trump and politics every day, all day. They can't have somebody. Smudging, you know, somebody well, who's affiliated with them doing that kind of shit. She's but, been she's been saying that, like, you know, she's been hearing from from uh, the Secret Service and stuff like that. Like, she did she, say that, she yeah. claims that Trump is sending people after her. Now that may be bullshit. That may be true. I wouldn't put it against Trump. I to heard try the to, Secret Service did investigate her. Yeah, I mean, I, obviously. Obviously, they know that she's just fucking around, but I wouldn't put it past Trump to try to just just to make her just to kind of bully her because he knows like she can't get arrested for it. But it does kind of give her this sense of knowing like Trump's got his eye on you and he likes it when people know that. And the kind of shit that uh, that the Secret Service actually does investigate a lot of stuff like this back when Obama was president um, on uh, the the producer for the morning show for Hillman morning show back in the day. He's not there anymore, but Spaz, he sent something. Just offhand about, like, oh, man, I'd like to kill this guy or beat this guy up or something like that. And the Secret Service showed up at his door, like, the next day. <laughs> and he just said it on a fucking U of E morning radio show in Boston, you know. Like that's kind of, So the Secret Service does do that shit, so I wouldn't put it past him. But still, I mean, you know, like you said, that the Guar example is great. Somebody should show some uh, these people that are complaining a video about Guar and see if they'll complain about them. Like... The fuck? See, they they like if you present it to them and start a conversation, they will probably say, "Oh, that's irresponsible." But they would say it as a blanket term yeah. for everything Guar does. So they sort of, it, it's it's people like to lump stuff into categories. You know what I mean? So like Guar is in this category of like everything they do is just horrible. So we're gonna pretend that they don't exist. They're not part of the political conversation. But then uh, and then but yesterday I heard a great point too. So. This Kathy Griffin thing, she went and apologized yesterday and ended up crying during the apology. And she was doing, she was pretty much doing her act in a press conference. And it, it was, you know, like like you say, she's an easy target and she's pretty annoying. So you kind of yeah. want to hate her and like you kind of want her being like, eh, blah, blah, blah. but because she really hasn't much had much of a career before this. No, like, she did have a she career. She's I mean, famous. No, and, but she's not relevant. Nobody gives a fuck about Kathy yeah, Griffin. Yeah, she's not going to lose seats in the in the you know asses in the seats. The people who are going to go see her, who are her fans, are still going to go see her. Maybe yeah. thirty people. No, exactly. That are Trump fans in each city that she's going to won't go, but that won't make a difference. And I can understand her her being pissed about losing work and losing you know wages and. Shit. For making a joke in a world that in a country that was supposed to have free speech, but you know, whatever, it is what it is. Yeah, I mean, I can under I can understand the outrage. 
but I don't think she should have apologized for it. I think she should have doubled down because that's the other thing too is like once you and that's one of the reasons actually when you when you bring it out that's one of the reasons why Trump kind of does as well as he does because he says and does horrible things but he never apologizes for it. He doubles down on it. That's so true. you can't fight back against him. But as soon as you're in it like you think about any time you're in an argument with somebody the second that person admits to any kind of wrong then they're showing a sign of weakness. It's easier for you to like get in there and just kind of beat them down. Yeah. So the second Kathy Griffin does this and comes out and apologizes for it, it's not going to make the people against her calm down. It's going to incite them more because they see that they're starting to get the reaction they want and they're going to keep going even harder. The reason why Trump keeps doing what he's doing and the opposite say to that is like, he never apologizes. He never admits he did something wrong. And so it's harder to keep punching at him because it doesn't seem to do anything. And it just it kind of wears you down because you're like, you're, I'm, not making a, I'm not making a dent here. You know? So it makes it harder. Yeah, but, you know. And I, so I don't, I don't think Kathy Griffin should have apologized. I think she should have doubled down on it. I think she should just go ahead and release that entire photo shoot. And, you know, fuck it. Because it's fucking, that's, she's not literally doing it. She's not setting up, like, because who could do that? Who could go and behead Donald Trump? Who could get that fucking close to him? It's impossible. She's not even presenting a realistic thing that you could do to him. No, no. The, the, the Guar thing really makes me look at it in a different light. Not a different light, but I, I still, it's not that big of a deal, I don't think. It and really isn't. It just depends. It, it's, it's, all about, it's all about appearances. You fit into a certain place, and Kathy Griffin has sort of set herself up in this. She's this. She's the safe, funny girl who goes on CNN on the four on uh, Fourth of July on New Year's Eve, you know. And then after then New after New Year's Eve, CNA, CNN CNN puts her in the box with all the other holiday decorations and sticks her on the shelf until next year. Yeah. And nobody cares. So. When she does something outrageous, it's going to strike a stronger chord. That's kind of like, and and I'd kind of say that, like, you know, Guar might want to, if they want to have a bigger impact, <laughs> they may want to, like, start doing, like, what the Beatles did in the 60s and come out in, like, suits and ties and look really presentable. And then as soon as people kind of start thinking they're this wholesome band, then go back to the whole murdering people thing. So I have a couple of non sequiturs <laughs> Good segue. Yeah, you're, you're welcome. <laughs> So I got. I I wrote a couple of jokes that I want to run by you, mm -hmm. and I want to think. I want you to tell me if you think these concepts are funny. Okay. 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 When people sort of say put a bandaid on it, referring to just fixing a problem temporarily, it makes no sense. You because, mean adhesive medical strip? Yes, because uh, bandaid in fact covers a wound until it's healed. It's not just covering a wound so you can't see it; it's covering you to heal it. So when somebody says putting a band-aid on it, it makes no sense. When, well, they're, when they're talking about trying to, you know, sweep it under the rug. I well, don't like it. I no, think that see, we should change it. Sweeping under the rug doesn't do anything because you're literally just hiding a problem. Putting a band-aid over something is, is sort of keeping it protected while it sort of takes care of itself. So why do people say it's a bad thing? When, like, you know, when you have a problem Well, because it's against, be it's the idea of, like, not being proactive about something. Okay, that didn't go as funny as I thought it would. <laughs> People who are attracted to ghetto black guys should be called homosexuals. There <laughs> <laughs> uh, we go. That one worked. Uh. Oh, fuck you for that one. <laughs> <laughs> and this, I think this would be a funny conversation between a husband and a wife. <sighs> husband. I mean, wife. I have a, a confession to make. Husband. What? Wife. I'm actually 6'2". I've been lying to you about my height all this time. <laughs> Get it? Because you can't lie about your height? And... No. Okay. 
That sounds like a New Yorker joke where like people should pretend that they yes, get it because yes, it, it sounds does. like it's it sounds like it's smart, but it's not. And so I, I got one more. This is a <clears throat> this is a social commentary. What is the equivalent of a black barbershop to a white dude? I don't know. Nothing. If you think about what women have nail salons, hair salons, black and Spanish dudes have barbershops. Finally, us middle aged white dudes have something to get fucking pissed about. We have, oh, that we don't have any place to go. We have no. We we're have not middle aged. Social camaraderie is beyond our reach right now because we cannot get to a place where we can just talk to the fellas and and then leave a half hour later and go back to our lives. Jackson, what? It's called golf courses. But I. Jackson, you have to Jackson, be rich though. It's called golf courses. You're gonna be rich to play golf. It's golf courses. Everybody gets their haircut. I know. I don't. That's true. I don't either. Actually, <laughs> much. But I want to. And no, I want to I, have this com- the camaraderie that the black gentlemen in like the barbershop movies have. I, that's beyond me. But because, that's a movie. But it's based on real life. Have you ever been to a Spanish or a black barbershop? It's fucking joyful. It's, <laughs> it's, it's so fucking fun. joyful, you <laughs> asshole. It's very, very it's fun. It's so fucking uplifting. They know, how to, they know how to have a good time. Um, okay. In barbershops, specifically. So maybe we should go hang out at black barbershops. Well, I think that we would be an outcast there. Do you think? Yeah. Unless we got lineups. Ooh. I have been to a Puerto Rican barbershop where I got a, a lineup. They were all speaking Spanish. What it's does that mean? Nice. A, a lineup? I don't, I'm too white to know what a lineup is. Like they means. shave your head and a fade? Oh. I do that myself. Yeah, but you, don't, you, you look like a drug dealer, though. Shut up. That's a mean thing to say. <laughs> My fiance says I look like a Viking. That's something that... Fiancés are supposed to say to their <laughs> fiancés. How come there's no uh, no um, uh, gender identification to fiancé? Uh, I don't know. You got girlfriend, you got boyfriend. See, that's what the, the gays, they should get on that fiancé thing. Yeah. In a, in, and then I'm just trying to write a stand up act. No, as it's we not speak. working. It's no. not working. You know, speaking of hair, that's another problem I have with my weight. Is because I have my. Rec- <laughs> <laughs> I'm. Uh, I have receding hairline and I have a bald spot on the back of my head, and uh, I. F- I know at some point in my life I'm just going to have to start shaving my head if I'm hoping to not look pathetic. Uh, but the problem is, is I don't want to be a fat bald guy. So that means I really have to like lose weight and get into shape just so I can shave my head so I don't look completely horrible. Oh, that's so funny. The guy, one of the, the guy that opened for Mark Norman last night, he was a fat bald guy. Yeah. And uh, he had a goatee, and yeah. he was saying that he can't shave. First of all, he stole my joke that I wrote like 10 years ago in a notebook that he never read. <laughs> <laughs> that bastard! Yeah. I said, fat He's so guy, cunning. Bald guys always grow comp- compensatory facial hair to make up for the fact that they're bald. It's like buying oh, yeah. a car, you know, Corvette. Totally. I can, fucking, I can grow one hell of a beard and goatee, yeah. but fucking the top of my head is fucked. Yeah, He's, if, if you shave your face and you're bald, then people will just... You look uh, like a fucking skinhead is what happens. Exactly. People, People just assume you're a, a fucking racist asshole. Yeah, exactly. Or, but, well, no, skinheads are usually both. Are they? Yeah. I didn't know that. They're just terrible people. Oh, what was I doing? I was going to get a song to end on. Are we done? Yeah, we are. How fucking long have we been talking? A little over a half hour. Oh. And have we done everything down, on the I, list? I'm going to break down the fourth wall. With the little bit of editing that I'm going to be doing, we're going to be hitting a half hour. <laughs> All right. Well, before we do, we have to remember, we have to do, we're doing social media plugs now. Yes, we are. We have to. So uh, where do we leave off with that? Hold on. Let me get my 
Let me get the notebook out of my butt. <clears throat> so I guess if, you know, if we're at the end of the show, I feel like we always like, do we want to, I mean, should we talk for a little bit longer? Do we have anything else to talk about? Because I feel like we're starting, <laughs> well, no, because I feel like we're kind of hitting our stride. Every time I feel like we're hitting our stride, we fucking have to stop. Well, that's because we, uh, those assholes who made us start this show put a half hour limit on it. We should do something about them. We're we're those assholes. Oh yeah, <laughs> and it was my idea. I shook my fist mightily. Do in we the have air. anything else on that list you made? No. Well, I spit beer in my own face last night. That oh, was funny. Let's share that story and so, we'll uh, see if we can fit it in. Mark and I went. I mean, Mark and I, Danny yeah. and I. Here, I go. have nothing to do with you ever. We went to uh, Mark Norman last night, like I said, and uh, so they were doing a thing afterwards called um, Dirty Disney, where they were on stage doing Disney plays in a really, really dirty way. It was funny. <laughs> It was, Disney's it was already kind of dirty, and the people uh, and they let people stay who uh, were at Mark Norman if they wanted to because they wanted to get you know people in there. Yeah, and so um, uh, th- there was uh, some ladies that were sitting near me and Danny that we were making laugh because that's what we do, <laughs> you know. We, and then we saw pretty ladies, so we were trying to be funny, and yeah. we were being funny. And uh, the no, couple, I'm sure you weren't. The couple that was across from us. Was uh, they looked like brother and sister. They looked exactly alike. So I, I whispered that to Danny. So it's the white stripes. <laughs> yeah, and he looked at me, didn't say anything, then looked at them, and then spit his drink all over the place. And <laughs> him laughing at, him at my joke and fucking spitting his drink all over the place in turn made me spit my beer all over my own face. I don't know how it happened, but I just I took a sip of beer. And then spit it, and it went all back in my own face. And then we had to both just get up and leave because we embarrassed yeah, the shit no, out of ourselves. Yeah, that's time to get the hell out of there. Yeah, it was. Funny. I'm gonna, you know, on that dirty Disney note, I do have like a public service announcement. I feel like I need to make a PSA. A PSA. So you always hear about online people talk about like all the secret dirty stuff that they slip into Disney movies. Yeah, have you seen that? Yes. Of so. And there's all these, like, conspiracy theories about how it's, like, Disney trying to, like, pollute the minds of our young people or stuff like that. You know, like, the, the, the Little Mermaid poster with the fucking dildos in the castle spires. Yeah. Uh, or that one frame of, like, the uh, um, Lion King where the, where the stars or dust or whatever spell sex, out sex. Yeah. yeah. The thing is, and I need everybody listening to understand this, the thing is that these films, Disney artists are just dudes like me and Jackson and like yeah. you guys listening to this they're just fucking like 20 to 30 year old man children fucking adult babies with embarrassing childlike senses of humor and if you had the ability to be working on any kind of animated project and you could draw whatever you want and slip it in and have it get onto screen, you would do it too. It's not some like crazy conspiracy theory to corrupt the minds of our youth. It's a bunch of idiots trying to amuse themselves. And it is amusing. Do you think they did this... Uh, based on the fact that they didn't think anybody would ever pick up on it, what, what is your... Uh... Well, I think, yeah, I think a lot of those old films, definitely they were never expecting people, because when, like, even, you wouldn't think of it, but when The Lion King was being worked on, like, when they started working on that, like, VHS wasn't even a common thing for people to have in their homes. Nobody ever really imagined, when they were working on The Little Mermaid, or even Pocahontas, or The Hunchback of Notre Dame, that these films, you would have the power to watch them in your own home, uh, freeze frame, rewind, like they expected that you'd have to go to a movie theater and see it, and if you didn't see it when it was out, you just wouldn't see it. Well, what about the cover of Little Mermaid with the penis on the castle? Well, that was just having fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was there was business involved in I mean, that. literally, like it's like, you know, you kind of have to have a dirty mind to see it anyway, so. 
it's one of those things where, like, you know, when you see it, you can't unsee it, but you kind of have to be a pervert to see it in the first place. Anyway, let's uh, let's end this fucking thing with uh, some fucking social media fucks. Uh, so uh, follow Who Cares on Facebook and Twitter at WCWJM Podcast. Uh, follow me at uh, MARZ85 on Twitter and follow Jackson at Jackson WZLX. That's Jackson WZLX on Twitter. Uh, hope to see you guys here next time. Jackson, play us out! Oh, God, don't scream like that. Sorry. <laughs> so, what this is, this is a. Uh... You know what? I'm not going to say what this is. This yeah. is fucking awesome. Nobody cares. Yeah. <laughs>